0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show. My name is Hengam and I'm just like you in the restaurant business. My husband and I we own a couple of restaurants in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, this is what we're all about. We're obsessed with helping you grow your restaurant sales and manage your people, have smooth operations and run a, a profitable restaurant that does not run you. So if this is your first time here, consider subscribing to the show, whether it's on YouTube, on all podcast platforms, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and all over the world and the interwebs, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, today I have the pleasure of answering a question from Rich, and I'm going to show you this question as well in a minute. We're going to be talking about how to reduce the mistakes when it comes to order taking. And so uh, let's get into the show and talk about it. How to reduce the order taking mistakes that if you have servers, maybe they're making uh, these mistakes, how are we going to reduce that? So let's get into it. So this is a question I got from Rich, where he's talking about, hey, I'm an FOH manager in Asheville, uh, North Carolina, and I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. I want to ask how you handle it when servers make mistakes and ring in items incorrectly to the kitchen, even after they've been thoroughly trained. I'm currently trying to find that perfect balance between holding people accountable while still maintaining good morale among the staff. How do you handle situations like this in your restaurant? Great. Let's talk about it. So First off, Rich, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for making the time to ask me a question. You being a front of the house manager as a restaurant owner, that tells me if you are a manager that you care enough about your people and your performance as a manager that you'd really try and you are really trying to genuinely solve this problem that you have among your team. So kudos to you. Uh, keep it up. And so let's get into it. I'm going to share with you. Um, first off, We used to have so many mistakes, uh, order-taking mistakes in our restaurant. And I'm talking like a couple years ago and um, a lot. And within the order-taking, obviously the FOH department in your restaurant, you have order-taking mistakes, you have food is dropped off at the wrong table. Maybe you have uh, for a pickup, for instance, um, we forgot to hand the customer their salad or things like that, right? There are different kinds of, Mistakes that the team can make. Now, particularly, we're going to focus on the order taking. So, the first question I wanted to ask you is so, now when it comes to the order taking, let's talk about it. Are you tracking all of your FOH mistakes, right? Order taking, food was dropped, all the stuff that I mentioned, they Breaks that um, break glass, or the closing wasn't done well. All of that needs to be documented on a daily basis and very thoroughly in your logbook. So, I'm hoping you guys are doing that. And I'm going to share with you some tips on how we do that as well ourselves. But so, here's what it is Um, Are you able to, based on the tracking and the pattern that you're seeing that your people are identifying here, are you able to see who are the people out of a team of 10, it's not going to be everybody who's kind of making some of these order taking mistakes, right? There may be two to three individuals that are kind of contributing 80% of these order taking mistakes. And so it is critical to document everything and track everything, all the mistakes. So we're able to identify a pattern, a pattern of behavior, who are the people or is it particular food items that the mistakes are happening? Is it not very clear in the POS system, the way that it's set up, things like that. So those are some of the things I would look at first. I wanna give you a tip of how to track all mistakes. We ourselves, for our restaurants, we have a position um, in a hallway which is kind of the person who does the pass bar. Maybe it is you, I don't know. But all food that goes through, if it's a mistake, comes back to the hallway. We track all of the mistakes. Sometimes they do it on a piece of paper every night, order number X and this was the mistakes associated with it and we look up who is the server on the ticket all of that is written maybe on a piece of paper just kind of very in summary and at the end of the night we put it in our logbook feature on our scheduling platform so the first question i would ask you if i'm trying to identify a problem here and how we're going to sell, solve it is that are you tracking all of your foh mistakes so you can be like hey we process about 1000 tickets every single week and we have 10 20 30 order taking mistakes and most of those mistakes come from person X, person Y, person D, right? So that's the question first I would ask you to identify. The other thing I would ask you is the menu and the POS knowledge. So one of the things that you mentioned, you said that you guys do provide training uh, for your people. So I would like to ask you specific questions about the training you provide and how are you tracking The results of the training you're providing. So let's talk about the menu and the POS knowledge. So the question I have for you is, are you guys conducting periodic menu quizzes and POS quizzes? Do you have a list of all of your team members in the FOH department and their menu scores and their POS scores. And we do this on a monthly basis. I don't care if somebody has been in this company for three years. I don't care if they're a team lead, even our front of the house manager, everybody's got to take the menu quiz and the POS quiz. And so that's what I would ask you. Do you have their score? Because just because you think you provided training, um, you're going to probably have, I mean, I don't know your dining setting, but if you maybe have a fast casual setting is where you work at, um, you're going to have people who work... Th- Three hours a week, ten hours a week. They may be high school students. They're not going to remember the menu just because they knew the menu in January doesn't mean that by March they still remember what's in the antipasto salad, right? Talking about antipasto salad is that um, whenever my it happened once that front of the house manager came in and it kind of asked me. You know, I was talking to her about how we have a lot of front of the house mistakes and you know what's going on with that. I asked about the quizzes and stuff. We had not conducted one in a while, so. I spoke with the one person, I'm going to call her Susan, who was a person who made the m- most number of mistakes. She was removed from working that position, which is the order taking position. She was working the dining room because of that. So I took her to the office. I had a combo with her. I said, Hey, Susan, do you know why you no longer uh, have been asked to work in the, you know, gem one position, which is our order taking? She's like, I-, I don't know. I really don't. And, and ma- my manager said that she had told her already why that was, but she said she didn't know. And I said, "Hey." On a scale of one to 10, how comfortable do you feel about our menu? You know, how, how well do you know the menu? She's like, oh, I'm thinking like a nine or a 10. And I said, great. So what's in our antipasto salad? And then she freaked out. What I'm saying is that feel free to constantly pop quiz people. What's in the antipasto? Just because they to- tell you they know, doesn't mean they know. So you need to have written menu quizzes. You need to have POS quizzes, we have actually like a 30 questions. I usually have our front of the house manager work with the team, go one by one. Okay, put this, imagine I'm a customer, so some of the role plays on the register. So what are the scores for the menu quiz and the POS quiz is what I would ask you um, of your team. Next thing I was going to ask you, you said that we provide training, which is fantastic. I'm going to share with you three techniques that we train our people on nothing new under the sun. These are not like a to cure cancer. You're already maybe doing a form of that. So I'm going to share with you those techniques. I'm hoping it will help you. The reason you need to provide technique is because you said you want to hold your team accountable. Part of the, uh, of holding your team accountable has to do with your training. So here's what, and the techniques that you guys use. So what I'm telling you about the repeating back every order, the minute somebody makes a mistake and they're like, Oh, Susan's made three mistakes on the register. So I would approach Susan, or I even ask my, our friend of the house manager, did you verify that Susan repeats back every single order? That's the first question I ask, because I know we have this technique, we have this training that we provide, and there is a mistake, so I'm going to make sure that this is, I'm, my job is to enforce our systems. My job is to enforce our techniques, right? So that needs to be non-negotiable. So I'm gonna go over these, talk as you do, and how to slow down customers. These are the three techniques that we have applied for our restaurant that has tremendously helped in reducing our um, ticket uh, accuracy. All right, first, let's talk about repeating back every order. This has got to be non-negotiable. It has to be for instance, I'm going to tell you, even when I talk to our servers right now, which is so impressive to me, because we fought so hard to make this a habit, and the fact that this is what we do, kind of a thing in this company. It took a long time to get here. It takes persistent. But even when I call our restaurant and I place an order for our family, and our server knows who I am, I may say, "Hey, I want a 16-inch pepperoni pizza. They will say, all right, hang Hingham, I have a 16-inch pepperoni pizza. What else can I get for you? I'm like, that's all I'm getting. Perfect. I have a 16-inch pepperoni pizza. And you're totally. So they need to repeat back the order. It has to be this habit. And this is what we do. You need to make sure that always you're listening. When you're walking by the register, pretending you're grabbing a cup or whatever, you're listening in for people to follow company policy. Whether people who are working on the phone uh, that are um, repeating back every order enunciating, speaking clearly. I always say, you know, for instance, you go to Whataburger or McDonald's or something like that, when they want to repeat back the order, they're going to be like, number one, they just kind of spit it out. And I always tell our people that is not the kind of a restaurant we are. Obviously, for one, we're a local pizzeria. So I was like, you need to be very clear to be like, I have a 16-inch supreme pizza for you, left sides, no black olives, and right side, you wanted extra artichokes. Is that correct? And always get that the person the customer to say yes because later if there was an issue i'm going to ask our server hey did you repeat back the order and they're going to say yes i did i said did you ask the customer if it was correct so if the customer says yes it was correct you know what I mean? you have to get the customer's attention so those are some of the little things repeat back the order you may already have that i'm just saying is it consistent is it a non-negotiable thing you guys do in your company because if it's not that in itself will help tremendously Next thing is this technique called talk as you do. I just kind of made that up. I'm going to share with you what that is. And we talk as as we do. This is what we do in our company. I had to like, again, it's like a hammer with a nail, you know, so many times. So one of the things that happens on our register, we have fast casual restaurants, is that there are awkward silences that happen. Or, for instance, a server is trying to preset a table. You bring plates to the table, and you're going to put in front of each of the customers. Or um, does that make sense? There are these, or as I mentioned on the register, as a customer, you know, you you already put the order in, and uh, they give you the card, and you swipe up the card. There's this awkward silences that are happening in between all of these moments that our servers are having one of the reasons that i came up with this talk as you do technique is to kill those awkward silences bring clarity so the customer knows what to expect and what's happening i'm going to give you some example all i'm asking our servers to do is to talk whatever they're doing so that technique talk as you do on the register works this way so the customer is like hey i want to a garden salad? Perfect. You would like a garden salad. Would you like small or large? They're like, oh, I want a small, case. small garden salad. What dressing would you like? Ranch? Perfect. I have ranch dressing here for you, for your salad. I am talking as I'm doing. So, th- so that will make sure, again, this is a technique also to slow down your customer. I'm going to sh- uh, share with you another technique to slow down customers because one of the reasons maybe you have these order taking uh, problems is that your people don't know how to slow down a customer. Customer's gonna call and be like, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And there's this awkward silence where your server is like you know trying to put put whatever the order was into the POS system, right? So we need to equip our people to slow down the customer. And when you talk as you do partly you're slowing the customer. So for example, if you're like I want a 16 inch um supreme the example I mentioned, so as the server is locating those buttons in the pos system she's going to talk as she's doing it perfect i have a 16 inch supreme pizza you would like left side and i'm dragging it because i'm so customer has clarity i'm putting the order in accurately left side no black olives and on right side you wanted this is that correct yes okay what else can i get for you ma'am right so talk as you do is that or you go to the table uh with plates and utensils as i mentioned you're like i have some plates here for you and here are some utensils as you're laying it or a customers like can i have a couple ranch perfect let me get you a couple ranges as i'm walking away so the customers know i heard what they said and i'm like i'm talking as i'm doing whatever it is that i'm doing or a customer comes in i want um two dos x um beers perfect let me get the two dos x beers for you real quick i will bring it to the table like you're just talking as you're doing. You bring clarity. The customer knows what to expect. Like, I don't know if it makes sense. So in on the register, here's your table number. We will uh, bring the food to your table. May I have your card, please? All right, perfect. And then, you know, so you're just talking as you're doing. Let me process the payment. So in this next week, so you have the server talk. This brings a lot of clarity if a large order is being placed. So as the order is being put in, we repeat back the order as it's being put in. And at the end, we repeat back the order. So. Again, this is a technique we made up in our company. I want our people to constantly bring clarity. So we talk as we do. Whatever it is we're doing, we're talking about it. I hope this made sense. If you want more information, I'd be happy to share with you. Now, the next one is slowing down the customer and controlling the conversation. This is, we do a lot of role plays with our server, especially when they get phone training. That, for instance, I'm going to be like, hypothetically, I'm the customer, ring, ring, or whatever. I'm like, hey, I want this, 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 you know, and I need my servers to be good at being incredibly courteous and slow down the conversation, especially on a phone. I don't know if you guys – take the phone. For example, the customer said 210-592-1138. And I need the phone number to be accurate. This used to happen in the past that we have a phone number on the thing. And then maybe the customer would come late to pick their food up or whatever. We do give courtesy calls for pickups and you call the phone number and uh, the phone number is inaccurate because even the phone number must be captured 100% accurately. So again, mixing. So I'm going to share with you how we do that if you were here we could do a little bit of role play it would be easier but again we need to slow down the the customer and we control the cu- uh, the conversation and here's how i train our people or i used to nowadays i'm, I'm not i've been fired from that position i no longer do that a friend of the house does that and we have videos for these and that is he or she who asks the questions controls the conversation this i learned from my coach danny johnson she's a business coach but it's like a sales technique the person who asks the questions controls the conversation so for instance you are the customer and you come into the registry and like hey and one of the things would happen people need to follow the flow of the pos system instead of just and then they would forget to put the correct dining option or they miss stuff because they've lost control of the conversation so mistakes are happening because they're nervous on the on the register because they've lost control of the conversation Okay. So let's talk about it. So here's how it is. So if you're a customer, you come in and you are like, um, you know, I want a 16 inch page. Before you move on to your next thing, I have to stop you. Perfect or great or wonderful. So you wanted a 16 inch thing. But before that may I please ask, would you like this for dine in or carry out? Because if they miss that step, um, do you know what I mean? Or a customer calls, I want a 16 inch, blah, blah, blah may I please have your phone number? They must capture the phone number first thing and put it in the POS. Otherwise they'll forget it at the end or customer hangs up. You know what I mean? So the flow needs to be, so they need to learn to interrupt the customer and, um, be able to say, ma'am, in order to be able to put the order accurately, I want to ask you again, would you please repeat what was the thing? And then, so whenever, even with the phone number, I mean, I hope that, I don't know if this is making sense to you, but because it's a little bit difficult to talk to you about it one way, even with the phone number. So with the customers like 210, blah, blah blah, they go really fast. So my I like our servers to say the first three, 210, and then you pause. The customer will learn how to respond. They're going to say 592-592-1138. 1138, perfect. May I please have your first name? In order to make sure the order is accurate, may I please? would you please spell your Maybe street address, you need our servers, they need to be asking questions, control the conversation by asking the questions. So, this is kind of mixing the talk as you do and slowing down the customer. So, the question I have for you Do you have that repeat back the order non negotiable in your company, in your restaurants? Do you have the a technique that is like talk as you do? similar or something like that so people are constantly repeating back so the customer has clarity your server has clarity and the server has time to put things into the pos system without getting nervous because they may know the menu 100 percent they may know the pos system 100 percent but if they're getting nervous on the register because oh no what if the customer you know I don't, I, what if i run out of time and they tell me something i don't hear it that's why we need to equip them the right questions to ask to slow down the customer to Correct uh, to put the information accurately in the POS system. I hope that this was helpful. I'm trying to share with you just some techniques. You may already be doing that, so I would love to hear how you're doing it. Now, what are going to be some of the consequences of taking orders wrong? So one of the things you asked me, how do we handle this? First is I want to make sure we have the menu. Uh, I, first off, we're we tracking it. I know that Susan is at a seven. Uh, John is make, made three mistakes last week, or, you know, I want to identify the people. I want to know exactly what are the orders that were making mistakes because I'm trying to identify a pattern of people or the menu or the POS. Is it what kind of a dining option? Is it that, is it over the phone? Usually the mistakes happen. So you need to do kind of a due diligent phase. Then we're going to go over what is our, you know, POS and menu quiz to make sure people have a good knowledge of the menu, uh, and the POS, because if they're not more than a 90%, they're for sure gonna get nervous on the register because they're gonna be thinking about, oh no, what if a customer says, what's in pesto, and I don't know what's in the pesto? Or they have an alert, uh, you know, they're allergic to X and they ask me about this, and I don't know what's this. So, in the back of their mind, if they have doubt, they will be nervous on the register, end of story. So, we need to make sure they know the menu, and in order to know that, we need to make sure we have score and quizzes for those. Next thing uh, is equip them with techniques that though they know the menu and the POS system, they need to have techniques to slow down the customer, to repeat back the order, and talk as they do to make sure the order is accurately put into the POS system. All of the order, phone number, the actual order, name, address, if you guys do delivery. Now, once we do all of that, there are many ways to have some consequences. Are there any consequences that your servers have one is: Do you have the scores and the mistakes per person public? So you have just on the board, you know who's doing making zero mistakes every week, who's making ten. Just have that public. You're not, you know what I mean? Like that is the information. So people know we're tracking those numbers because if it matters to you, do your servers know that this matters to you? That's the question. And in order to know that and convey the message and convey the pain somewhat indirectly, you need to make that score public, and that is okay. So. Then the way to present it, hey, Susan, do you see you're the last this last week with the number of mistakes you've had your thing? Let's talk about it. I want to see what is the problem? How can I help you not have this many mistakes this next week? So I want to work with you on that. And again, you want to go over the techniques. You want to do the quizzes and stuff we talked about. We do give coaching slips as well. Coaching slips are simply something that's documented. I'm going to sit with Susan Susan, uh, after a long Friday night shift. Hey, Susan. The reason I'm sitting down with you is simply to go over um, the fact that you made the you know you made a lot of mistakes on the register today. You know, it was order this, it was that. You forgot about the breadsticks. You forgot to say the customer wanted no black olives on their supreme, whatever it is. So, and you always want to ask, is there a particular reason for that? Oh, I'm not feeling very good, or my mother is sick, or something. All right, I understand. I'm. Sorry about that. I'd like to ask you next time, if you have a personal issue going on, I'd like you to talk to me before the shift to make sure we continue to honor our customers and our team in the kitchen and the whole team. You know, so if you're unable to work the register because you feel that your mind is not right, I'd like you to talk to me before the shift. However, I want to make sure that you know that this is not okay. And you know, this is, you know, tell me how did that making those mistakes affected the team in the kitchen and you pause, have them tell you. They had to redo the thing, whatever it was. How did that affect the company? Oh, it was food waste. Do they understand the implications of their action? You can't assume that they know. So the coaching slip is this session you sit and you have them tell you the mistake they made and the implications and how it affected the whole team. So it's memorable. When people make mistakes, you need to have a session with them that is courteous, that is calm, but it's memorable. I don't know if it makes sense. The other one is that if you have, you know, and it's documented, you need to have them sign it, you sign it, and you put it in their file. And if this happens again, you need to tell them, listen, this is the time I'm telling you. If this happens again, I'm going to have to reduce your hours because as you mentioned, it's affecting the kitchen team this way, is reducing our tips in the front, and it's wasting food and the food cost for the company. So I'm going to have to reduce your hours. So they know why you're reducing their hours. So that's another way of a consequence for that we're gonna see for the next two weeks how you do and if no blah 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 we're gonna increase your hours again we always get them to retake the menu in the POS quiz again I want to have them rewatch the video trainings we have menu um, trainings and video where I share about how to remember different things and toppings and what's in it and just kind of demonstrating all that there is a POS um, training they have to watch all of that again do you make them apologize to the customer? Sometimes we, you know, I may go in or my our friend of the house manager may go in to talk to that customer when there was an issue. Can you make your server to go and apologize and be like, I'm so sorry, I took your order wrong. I'm so sorry it was an inconvenient or whatever it was and it took your order so long to come out and blah, 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 we're really sorry. So you wanna make it memorable if people make mistakes. So if there are no consequences of any form, just you being frustrated, there's nothing memorable there. They're going to continue doing what they've been doing. So that's another way that, again, you want to communicate to your server. Hey, Susan, uh, the customer on the table, whatever, you, you know, the order was taken wrong. So we took a Supreme and it seems like they wanted no black olives. They had already waited 25 minutes for their order. We were making that whole thing. So but I need to go to the table because they're asking for a manager. I would like you to come with me so you personally apologize to the customer and how they have been waiting this long. I still need to issue a refund for $25. It's going to hit the company, but I wanted you to personally apologize. So you see what they're going through. I wanted you to experience it. If it's memorable, they would want to avoid being embarrassed, whether the information being public or whatever, you know, and you're being fair. I mean, if something has happened, you want to teach them to honor other people. So that's that. And if the menu quiz score is low after like, a certain period, we give them another week of grace. We provide them more training and all of that. If they continue to make mistakes, we are going to the termination. We have terminated people multiple times for getting this wrong. And it's not as much, I mean, it is obvious about that person because I want them to know what's okay, what's not okay. Second thing is for the culture of the company, it is important for your people to know what matters to you does that make sense if this matters to you uh and or to your restaurant culture of the company order accuracy and i hammer speed here all the time as you know on the show but if order accuracy matters then they need to know that it matters that you're willing to terminate somebody over it everybody else will learn a lesson from this experience so they will know oh wow you actually mean it and this is serious business we have done it once And it's been so memorable that everybody remembers it. And so everybody takes that serious. Okay, so these are some of the consequences. We have um, a combination of these for our people when we have ongoing order taking problems. Okay, so Rich, I hope that you found this um, video helpful. I'm gonna put it also on the podcast for you since you're listening to the podcast. Um, Again, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you asking me a question. I wanted to just be transparent with you and share with you some techniques we use in our company. I wanted to be as practical as possible for you to serve you so you can reduce your stress because it is very stressful if this is happening with your team, uh, I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts. Um, do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them? Do you guys do some of the stuff that I shared with you already? Um, I would love to hear from you. So, and anybody else, if you have any questions you would like to talk about and, and share with the community or with me, I am one email away and you can always uh, email me at team at or go to our website, making dough On The website, there's a section that's a contact form. You can submit your question or any thoughts or anything you have as well check out a free resource we have which is a year's worth uh, worth of marketing ideas to grow your restaurant sales because we believe if you have good sales that could cure a lot of the problems in this business go over there to our website and download your free guide apply it and make some dough and uh yeah with that let's get back to work and make some dough around here and i hope to see you next week right here on making dough show thank you so much